0: All right, now we are actually rolling. Okay, for real this time, for real, for real. Hello and welcome. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Optimal Agency Podcast. My name is Patrick Cummings. I am joined by John Gilson. Together with you, we are going to explore the ideas of agency, diving deep to discover a set of guidelines on how each of us can best operate in the day-to-day to maximize our personal autonomy, professional freedom, and ultimately our positive impact on the world. Thank you so much for tuning into the show, to this first episode. How are you, John? I'm good, Pat. We are going to, in this first short, we can call it a trailer if we want, uh, episode, just introduce some of the big ideas, some of the big concepts that are underpinning this project. What do we mean when we say Optimal Agency? Where is that coming from And ultimately, where are we to the best of our ability? Where are we trying to go with this idea? And so I think first question just to you is, I I would love to hear, like give me the elevator pitch in your mind of what Optimal Agency is as we sit here today at the beginning of this project.
1: Yeah, Optimal Agency is about having personal autonomy over how you spend your day-to-day. And it's about pursuing your dreams. It's about taking that, Time that you might dedicate to other people's goals and turning that lens in on yourself first and saying, How do I get to do what I was meant to do? And from my standpoint, and I've thought about this a lot, there are three prerequisites to being able to have that level of autonomy and agency. You need to be healthy. You need to be able to move around the world uh, without illness, without restriction. You need to have wealth. And I don't mean that in the Jeff Bezos sense. I mean relative to your needs, you need to have wealth. You need to have more than you need. That is so that if you have a boss, when that boss calls, you don't have to jump. Or ideally, you can make that leap to not having a boss so you can spend more and more of your time pursuing your dreams with that optimal agency. And then the last element is time freedom. And I actually think that this one, time, is where most people are surrendering the most agency. Mm-hmm. They are filling their days. Uh, they're filling their nights with not their own goals, but but those of other folks. Mm-hmm. And so this project is about teaching you the rules of health, wealth, and time so that you can maximize your personal autonomy, your agency, so that you can have the impact you are always meant to have on the world, no matter
0: how you define that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've, in in piecing those things together, one of we've we've come up with this, and again, I don't know what to call it other than a, a fake math uh, equation, which is when you increase or optimize your health, when you optimize your wealth, when you optimize your time freedom, what you end up with is this idea of optimal agency, and then and only then can you get yourself to a place of, let's call it practical, sustainable impact. Can you just maybe unpack that a little bit in, uh, in any way that you, you kind of didn't already answer?
1: I think that we can unpack that by thinking about what impact isn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of people want to have status in society they want to feel like they've contributed. And that's the ultimate goal of a life well-lived is, will there be a legacy? Will I be remembered? Will I have created something uh, in this world that matters? And so when we're young and and idealistic, what we tend to do is say, that's my North Star. Mm -hmm. And we tend to believe that getting that North Star involves sacrifice and It does of kinds, but we're willing to sacrifice our health, wealth, and time to it. Mm -hmm. And so somebody will take that job that pays $36,000 a year to work on the project with obvious social benefit. Or somebody will say, I need to help those less fortunate than myself. So I'm going to volunteer, but I'm going to volunteer half my time. Mm -hmm. And so what ends up happening is that people optimize prematurely for impact without putting on their own oxygen mask first, without making that sustainable and Mm risk-free. And so that equation, maximize your health, maximize your wealth relative to your needs, Maximize your time. Then you'll have the agency. Then go have that impact. Mm -hmm. Is simply helping people have impact in a more risk-free manner Mm -hmm. and in a way that says philosophically, it's okay for me to take care of myself first. So that I can go help the
0: world. Mm-hmm. Can you unpack the differences between, and this is something that you and I have talked about between optimizing and maximizing, mm-hmm. right? Because you just said, because I think when I introduced, I said optimize each one of those. You said maximize, and so, and we're calling it optimal agency, right? So we've got. I think th- those two words are worth defining, at least as we see them.
1: Mm. So uh, interestingly, you're right, and I'm wrong. <laughs> I want to optimize those things, not maximize. So the difference between a maximization problem and an optimization problem, maximization is how do I have the most of this? Mm -hmm. Optimization is how do I have enough of this to accomplish another task, another thing? And so we want to optimize health, wealth, and time, not maximize them. And you can illustrate this really easily. Like you could maximize your wealth Mm -hmm. by working 100 hours a week right? You would have the most success in your career, odds are, especially if you're like a lawyer who bills by the hour. But you would sacrifice, odds are, your your health and your time to that. We just said, of course, you're working 100 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And it's as easy to do with health. You know, you've met these people who are absolutely trying to maximize their health. And they're like, well, you know, there's too much magnesium in my electrolyte powder. And then they're going to spend, you know, they're going to spend three days thinking about that. So, uh, optimization is the goal of all of these things except impact which we want to maximize but we're gonna pull the old bait and switch on how do you maximize impact that's up to you mm-hmm. as to what level you want to do that on whether that's just a personal level whether that's on a family level a community level uh, you know a, a state country or global level
0: and why aren't we? aiming for maximal agency why is it maximum agency? why is it why is it optimal agency what is what is what does optimal agency even mean?
1: Oh yeah it, uh, so here's the fun philosophical part. you can overlay optimal as soon as you don't want to define what it is because you're acknowledging that it's different for different people. Mm-hmm. But the idea of optimal agency is that you are able to to control your day-to-day to the degree that you need to to do the thing that you want to. So if I have a dream, let's say my dream is something relatively simple. Mm-hmm. I want to be a, uh, I want, and this is true for me, I want to be an extremely dedicated amateur snowboarder.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: right? And I've set that goal to go out 100 days uh, this season. Optimal agency to allow me to do that means that I have to have two and a half free hours every day while lifts are running or in the case of my backcountry gear, well, at least the sun is up Mm -hmm. and that's not even entirely (laughs) necessary, (laughs) but I need to have two and a half hours to go do this every day. So my optimal agency for that goal is two and a half free hours in which... I have the health to do that, mm-hmm. in which I've paid for the lift ticket or the gear, in which, of course, we've already talked about this. I have the time. Mm-hmm. I already own the vehicle. It's got gas in it. Mm-hmm. I can get up and eat, and I can go out there and do it. So optimal agency is defined relative to the goal. And if we can build your agency to a high enough level, we can insert almost any goal in there, your dreams, and, and help you achieve them. Mm-hmm.
0: Last thing I want to talk to you about or ask you about is as we go here, as we go on the show, as the project continues, we will continue to go, come back to the rules of health, the rules of wealth, the rules of time. And even beyond that, there are the behaviors that, <laughs> that following those rules then bring you to. Um, we're going to unpack them slowly and continuously here on the show, but can you give us a high level sense of like, Why rules? What do they look like? Why do they matter?
1: Sure. So I sat down and wrote six rules for each of those elements of agency. There are six rules of health. There are six rules of wealth. There are six rules of time. Why six? I ceased to add value at seven, (laughs) and I didn't have enough space on the page at five. Mm -hmm. And the point of those rules was not originally for other people. It was for me. It's an operating system. It's to say, if you are confronted with a decision that asks you to make a choice around one of these elements. How should you decide? What should your rubric of decision be? Mm -hmm. And so for instance, rule number one of health is build your cardiovascular capacity and muscle mass. What putting that rule down meant for me is that If I ceased for three days in a row to work out, I was disobeying the rule by omission. Mm -hmm. And so it stood as a reminder that to maximize my agency, I needed to be healthy. And to be healthy, I needed to be consistent. And Mm -hmm. so by extension, these 18 rules, I put them all down to say... John, you need guidelines. You need external things external to yourself to motivate your behavior. And what I found through laying those out and executing them is I've been very successful in creating my own agency to a level that's satisfactory to me. And I also found that those rules are universal enough that they'll apply to your life, Pat, and our listeners' lives to the degree they will to mine as well.
0: Rules are... uh... Rules are to some degree meant valuable because they force you to, to bump up against them, <laughs> right? Why, why is it important that they're rules? Why aren't, why, why aren't they suggestions in hmm. your mind? Yeah.
1: Uh, the forcing function of knowing something is a rule versus a suggestion is, is very high. Okay. So let's go by analogy and say that I suggest you go 40 miles an hour around this curve. Okay. Can you go 50 miles around uh, that curve? Probably. Can you go 30 as well? Yes. Can you go 65? You might end up in the ditch. Mm -hmm. And so the rule is an anchor in space that says, do this. And the closer you hew to that rule initially as a beginner, as a novice, the more likely you are to succeed. Once you understand where those rules are in space, feel free to bend them, feel free to make up your own, etc. But if you feel today that you're not pursuing your dreams or you don't have the agency that you want, follow my rules mm-hmm. to the letter And then we can start making them suggestions when you've been doing it for a couple of years.
0: Love that. All right. If that sounds interesting to you, if you are uh, as excited about these ideas as we are, uh, follow along, subscribe wherever you are listening to this, and stay tuned. We've got a lot more coming. Thank you, John. We'll see everybody next time.